To know we're left behind. I am Brian, and I am joined by a full cast today. It is a special cast for those longtime listeners. You know that this time of year is our anniversary cast time of year. <laughs> no beer left behind turns the big five this year. Five long right. years we've lived through, like we've casted through. I feel like it's kind of been very like this. Yeah, no, it's Andy floating out in the middle of the lake in that episode of The Office where they're playing the beach party games. I'm just glad glad I bought instead of rented. Yeah, (laughs) this thing is paid for itself. (laughs) This cast has gone through a lot. Uh, I think there have been, let's see, uh, Parker has had like five or six kids born uh, since the time this podcast Mm -hmm. started. Um, Let's see, we've lived through a Donald Trump presidency. Uh, we've casted through a pandemic. So all of them haters out there who said that we would never amount to anything. Yeah. We've been training for remote work for five years. No shit. <laughs> like I'm proud of us here. All right, let me kick it around real quick before we start patting ourselves on the back too hard. Frank down in Austin. Frank, how are you doing today? I see you Dude, dressed fantastic. up. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Got to, you know, champions wear champions gear. Um, game respect. Game. I, uh, <laughs> that's right. Um, I uh, <clears throat> had a great day today. It's it's cold as balls, obviously. I mean, anybody listening to this, you're probably still in the middle of the fucking coldest stretch in like 50 years in the U.S. Um, this is like temps reserved for buttfuck Iron Range, Minnesota, and I live in Austin. And as it were, you know, I declared, I think, two casts ago, we're pretty much done with winter, and here we are. <laughs> Um, so it normally rings true that we'd be planting tomatoes by at least this weekend. Right. And here we are with, uh, what I think is supposed to be the coldest day in Austin since 1969. Nice. So it's supposed to be like two, sorry, two degrees Monday night. Um, and yeah, our homes aren't built for it. So a lot of people are freaking out with like, you know, pipes exploding and shit. But, you know, neither here nor there. It's going to suck anyways. What can we do about it? Not much. I am drinking the McConaughey's IPA, which oh. is by Twisted X, and this is the shit. Uh, this is my second can ever. Uh-huh. Had my, had my first can precast. Right. Um, I, I'm guessing this was an experimental because they, they, again, they taped over their other can. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. They just did a um, sticker wrap. But this might be their best beer, period. Like Twisted X has made a lot of shit beer. But um yeah, I'll I'll go to I'll go to bat for this one. This is a very good beer. Um never misses an opportunity to, to rip on Twisted X. No no. People <laughs> need to remember shit. how far they've come. Yeah. <laughs> they have had some garbage town beers. Until uh, until until they've put you through the jalapeno enhanced lager. 
I don't jalapeno think... tequila barrel aged long. Yeah, ago. yeah. I don't think you've ever lived until you've gone through that. You get to rip them all fucking day. It's like they made beer. They made beer with habaneros in them, Willem. Like you would drink it. No, I know, but not good beer. Be like why? <laughs> why? Who in their right mind thought this was an idea? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's like being in an abusive relationship in high school and then seeing them like after college, like fuck them. They're like, no, they're actually quite successful. No, fuck them. Frank, you're going to fuck up your microphone. Well, Too this, late. this can was the bar, <laughs> the barley sickle. So yeah, they repurposed the barley sickle, uh, twisted X anyways. Yeah. Twisted X established in 2011. I got to know him in 2014. They made shit beer back then. Now it's good beer. So congrats. Good job. Twisted. <clears throat> I will vouch for it. They have gotten better beer uh, coming out of their production facility there in Dripping Springs. Oh, that made a lovely sound. Let's go. Geographically speaking, we'll go next uh, to Derek in Tulsa Town. Yeah, hey. So um, I was enjoying very good beer earlier today. It was uh, Boulevard um, Tank 7, which I know know there's there's some uh, controversy with Boulevard, but... um, (laughs) They do make good beer. Don't touch it, Derek. <laughs> they do. Mm-hmm. No controversy that I don't. We we we're not going to talk about. But now, no, uh, God damn it! Yeah. But let's but let's talk about. It. We'll talk about it in a second. Let's just uh, so what? You, so you were you were drinking Take Seven earlier. What are you drinking now? I'm I'm now drinking Natty Daddy, which is quite quite a different. Like, <laughs> uh, I, I hold on. All right. So you went from drinking an Imperial American. Saison to drinking yeah. malt Thir- liquor. A $13 six pack to a like $10 12 pack. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's a change up. Yeah, a little bit. Like <laughs> it's yeah, classy. You know. Okay. All right. It's what you do sometimes. I, I mean, I'm right there with you. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, going up to uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and the uh, Four Seasons. Uh, landscape and more, uh, Villem. Uh, we have you up, ro- uh, coming to us live from. Frank is really trying to make this happen, and we hear it slowly untacking itself from your microphone. It's a good label. We get it. Yeah, I get it. Let's and it's move on. no, it's a bit. It's it's a bit. Okay, it's a bit. It's a bit annoying when, drink, when you hear it. When I when I drink this, it'll be on. If I drink this, it'll be on. <laughs> Oh my, oh my Christ! God. You know, mic flags don't work that way. Like what you're always, getting at, always is, three steps ahead. That's not. You're not. You're not. You're not. Okay. You know, he's what? not even getting paid for. <laughs> no. No. He's just. Yeah. There you go. Put it on your your walls of your kit, your dining area. Your wife will love you for you, that. You deserve this. Those. Yeah, she just, just painted, painted this. And he's just gonna stick it. Yeah, that's good. It's subtle. That's good. You know what? You should do what 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 Derek did in G Unit in college and just line the wall. <laughs> okay, first off, the stickiness of this product might be scotch tape at most. Well, it'll be fine. I don't know what Derek used to hang up all those lining kugel six packs, but they stayed up there for three years, and that was impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think those were problem. those were load bearing six pack covers by the time we left G Unit. <laughs> they were actually more yeah, they were actually more stable than the fucking frame. Like, eh, oh, okay, villain. What are you? What are you sipping on this afternoon? Because this is an afternoon cast for the listeners who are not tuning in live on Twitch. Five to seven. Yeah, I got the Stella Artois again. It is it's not showing. It. No, it is. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That was sweet. Wow, that's wild. Look at that. I mean, that's uh, yeah. This is all I have right now. So I have um, a Guinness too. 
Oh, okay. well, it's, yeah. it's actually kind of like you're not drinking. Yeah, it's nothing no, at all. This, nothing this at all. Okay. No, what I was saying is, always talk about your fucking truth. Oh, because it's invisible. What? I don't even. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Frank's like, five steps ahead again. <laughs> As it were. Don't give him that much credit. <laughs> Okay, so you're good, Stella. <clears throat> um, I started out the cast before we ran into a slew of technical difficulties that we all caused ourselves, mainly myself and Philem. Um, I was drinking the truly. Oh, Mike. I was okay. Uh, I was drinking the truly lemonade, the mango lemonade, and uh, it was so good that I just chugged it. Now I am drinking my last my last can of this. I'm very sad to see it go, but Pedicles Brewing Company, their ninth anniversary beer. They did two of them. They went head to head with their ninth with their ninth anniversary beers. They did a Doppelbach, and then they did Son of Quad, which is uh, their Belgian quad, which is fucking amazing. <laughs> I love this beer so much. Um, so yeah, my vote went to Son of Quad, but I, don't, I, I honestly got real lazy in January and stopped checking social media shit for a while. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know which, which beer won, but, uh, I hope to see both of them back in the pedicles rotation soon because they good. So is, is, um, I'm wondering, should I say what I'm about to say? Um, <laughs> Is Pedicolas? I know. <laughs> is Pe- no, is Pedicolas being back to being creative again? Oh yeah. So there Pedic- was a lazy ass period there where so Pedicolas went through some shit. Didn't cut that part out, Brian. Yeah, no. No, Pedicolas went through a time that Frank is talking about about uh, three years ago or so, um, and there it took a while to get it's seeming to get out of it. Um, it was basically like the dying throes of their old model of we're only doing on-premise sales and on taproom sales. And, and they had this one beer that they insisted was the best beer they've ever made and they would not make anything else. Well, they make they make they make like five year-round beers and they stick to that regardless. And they weren't making as many seasonals or the seasonals they were making were mm-hmm. not in my opinion very good. They made a quad uh, as one of their seasonals that tasted like dog shit like it was one of the worst beers i've ever had from them uh and then they come back and i let's put it this way i had enough faith in them that i bought their next iteration of a quad after spitting it out at a beer festival i was like let's give them another shot that's how much they've turned things around so pedicolas when they started canning at the beginning of the pandemic they started like the absolute perfect time to send beer into a package for a brewery was like February of last year. They they did it in think January, so they had like a full run up to um, serving beer to go. And, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and with that, they also changed up their regular production line. So they started doing a little like larger larger runs of what they would have done just pilot beers in the tap room. So they were able to like handle shit pretty well during the pandemic. They were also one of the few Dallas breweries to actually acknowledge that there was a fucking global pandemic going on and protect mm-hmm. their people. So, uh, whereas our good friends at the Manhattan project really like I went to buy beer from them one time during from March to December last year. And the one time I went there was in like June and no one there was wearing a mask. No one seemed to give a flying fuck that there was any sort of anything going on that they should be worried about. Not I got one on, I got one of those. Yeah. Uh, in fucking mountain fork in, uh, Oh, Hochitown? Broken Bow. Dude. Yeah, dude. That entire area, part of the state doesn't give a fuck about a global pandemic. This it, was, I want to say this was in like 
January or maybe December, like of this fucking, you know? And like, I walked in there and it was just like no employees. There was a line form, no one in the line. Like there is like nothing was going on. I just immediately walked out again. Yeah, that's the terrifying. way. Terrifying. That, that's the way you should handle any any establishment that that is running that way. But uh, so that's kind of why I haven't been to Manhattan Project since June, and I haven't really bought any of their beers to go like at, like at Bearded Monk or wherever I'm out and about because honestly, <laughs> I got much rather buy something else. Uh, because like that's why I've gone to Petacola several times in the in during the pandemic because they lay to order online ahead of time or if you want to drive through and drive up all their people are wearing masks all their people are like more than happy to help you and like also not address you if you're not wearing a mask even in your car like hey listen if I'm gonna come to you and talk to you and interact with you let's keep each other safe like I fucking appreciate that so much and again to Frank's point about uh, brewing different types of beer. Like, they still brew the beers that I don't necessarily, like, they're not my favorites. Like, Velvet Hammer has gotten back. There was a while there where Velvet Hammer was really, really weird, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it's back to being, like, to where I remember it. And again, palettes, you know, my, my perception of flavors change, but this one was a little different. Uh, Golden Opportunity has never been my favorite because I'm, I'm a hardcore believer of, you know, standard traditional Kolsch. This isn't it, but it's good. Not my cup of tea. Uh, but that's good. Royal I mean, the scandal fact that, is still good. We'll say that. The fact that they've, you know, adjusted. I mean, I, I'd imagine the market probably dictated it because yeah. they, it, they did have. I mean, when we went to the brewery, they've got a really nice tap room. Yeah, got a lot of support from soccer fans. Like that's all cool, but <clears throat> there was this unwillingness to budge and make experimental beer that just made no sense like the only reason i come to your brewery is to try stuff that you don't have at heb or at randall's or whatever like there's well yeah there's virtually no reason for me to come order a velvet hammer here well yeah because there's so many like so pedicles for the longest time they're still not in they're not in stores like you can't go buy them at liquor stores or anything like that yeah but i mean they're going to mass you can go to growler bars for sure and get their stuff to go which is cool so i I still come to your brewery for the unique thing you know like 512 here their unique thing for a long time was the barrel aged porter which is fucking bomb it's amazing yeah you can now get them in bombers Mm -hmm. but they're still difficult to come by you probably need to go to like a growler shop or whatever but that's what drew people to the brewery for a long time like give me something unique like there should be a reason to go to Petacolas. it shouldn't be like Oh, you can order all of the same shit we have at our restaurant, but sit here. Here's, <laughs> like, what, I, okay. here's what I will say. Pedicolas, uh, their IPAs have always been kind of like very different. I I don't know. I haven't tried any of their hazy IPAs. I think they may have one, and it's called like Too Soon or some shit like that. Their IPAs are still bitter as fuck, and they're so good. I had my neighbor, uh, who, you know, neighbor, I almost said my neighbor who lives next to me. Like, the fuck am I saying? My neighbor uh, who listens to the cast, what up? Uh, congrats on the new bass boat. He, he saw me. Whoa, he saw, got a new rig? He saw me working in the in the garage the other day, and he came over and dropped off a Pedicolis IPA. And it, it's called Doctor's Orders. Let me just tell you right now. Ooh. This thing it damn near put me out. Like it was, it's like a 10 and a half percent, like triple IPA, but it's West coast, just dank 
bitter as fuck. It was so good and so refreshing from all the hazy boys that are out there nowadays. It was so fucking good. So, so it was pretty dry? Oh, super fucking dry. I mean, to the point where the alcohol was the sweetness that you're tasting. But it, it good. You know how you have that like uh, ethanol-y finish at the end? It's got that slight like uh, alcohol burn. Yeah. Mixed with no hot burn at all. So it was really enjoyable. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, it was it was it was a good beer. Thanks, Shannon. Appreciate that. Um, but th- to your point, Frank, he, that's my neighbor. It was a shout out. Don't look at me weird. Right, like, who the fuck is this person? Anyway, uh, can he give you permission to use his name on this cast? Redacted. Thanks, redacted. Yeah, thanks, redacted. Yeah. Thanks, redacted. No, what I was going to say, when you brought up 512 Porter, I was looking through um, old uh, old pictures, old beer pictures in particular, and uh, I found the first time I brewed Wah, which was uh, my my like classic Kolsch that I brewed for Frank's uh, bachelorette party. <coughs> Great beer, in my opinion. Um there it is. It was it was bound to happen. It's fantastic. It's bound. I don't think an anniversary cast has gone by without mentioning my bachelorette party. Would it be a? It wouldn't be an anniversary cast then, right? Which, by the it way, would not. It would not. We'll, we'll get to that later. Um, not your bachelorette party, but casts in general. So keep that in mind. Um, I, I was looking through and I found a picture of the first time that I tried five one two pecan porter, the barrel aged pecan porter. And or maybe it was the double pecan porter. I don't know. One of those super high alcohol, seven fifty. Like okay. it was a it was a big boy. Well, pour. The, the double the double pecan <laughs> is the barrel age. Oh, is it? I didn't know if they were the one and the same. Yeah. They're different. Didn't want to didn't want to step on anybody's toes here. So it's the same thing. <clears throat> you say that I don't know. I don't know. I haven't fact checked you. I don't know. I don't know your ethnicity. Okay. I'm yeah, well, we don't have first. Troy, so I'm not sure how anybody gets fact checked anymore. We don't. Anyway, so the first time I tried that beer, I also stopped by uh, Lone Star Taps and Caps in Louisville. And uh, picked up the standard 512 pecan porter in a 32-ounce growler because I was like, oh, I want to try them side by side. And we were scheduled to have a podcast that night. And I was like, oh, I'll drink it while we're on with the boys. And then, you know how it happened in the early days of the podcast where we were like, oh, let's do it on Thursday night. And then everybody's like, yeah, let's do it on Thursday night. No, Sunday. It was Sunday afternoon. No, not that early. It was after that because I was living in this house. Oh, okay. Anyway. But you know how it is wanting to happen where Frank's like, oh, I went on an 18-mile hike with my dog, and I'm actually in Broken Bow, Oklahoma at the moment. I can't get back to do the podcast. And Willem's like, yeah, I'm tired. There's no fucking way I'm doing this podcast. Derek was still in college in Oregon. Parker was taking care of only one kid at the time. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to drink until Frank gets back on mic. And then I drank both 32 ounces of pecan porter and the 750-milliliter bottle of double pecan barrel-aged porter in the same setting in like an hour and a half. And I just fell asleep in the brew room. <sighs> this is a good time. This is what well, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you one thing. Five, one, two pecan Porter is nothing but digestible. It is so easy to drink. Like it goes down like fucking water. And then that double barrel aged bourbon whatever pecan porter that they make yeah it's even it's even easier like it it's like it's kind of like a praline i don't yeah. know it's it's so good it's so good you're like you're drinking it and you go oh what's one more what's one more and then you never look at the abv on it and yeah it catches it's out up. of control quick okay is it kind of like, like a uh eating ice cream or drinking a shake where you're just like it, exactly yeah. one more it'll be fine this yeah and it's nothing. but it's not as filling right because it's a stout like it it it, it, it it's it not doesn't, a stout. Or it's a porter thank you fine 
but it doesn't like like IPAs fill me up. The porters, stouts, they don't they don't do that. Like so this one specifically at the cigar vault, they had two kegs of it. Villem, it's quite loud. Yeah, Villem, are you moving pallets around in your house right now? What the fuck's <laughs> I'm going just on? Shuffling my chair, sorry. <laughs> so this, this the cigar vault had two kegs of this double pecan porter. And I I mean I remember sitting out there and I go, Brian, I thought they were supposed to serve these in smaller, smaller glasses. No. It's like a twelve percent beer. No, the the, okay. the the regular pecan porter is not. It's only like five and a half. No, the, the, double, the double. The double the double is. Yeah, yeah. you definitely shouldn't so be I said, that. I said I thought they were supposed to be pouring this into smaller glasses. Nope. These dudes were out there full on pints. Double, <laughs> double pecan porter. And, and you see these people ordering them and you're like, they're going to be smashed. 30 minutes later, they're fucking hammered because Dude. obviously they've had what's the equivalent of like four beers in 30 minutes. We went, um, to, we went uh, to this wine bar in Frisco. Derek, you'll appreciate this because this is how we used to, this is how we got into beer. Uh, uh, we went to the this wine bar and I looked at their beer menu and I was like, oh, Oh, they have they have Lakewood Temptress here. Cool. Let me order a Lakewood Temptress. It shows up in a drum roll, please. Sixteen ounce pint glass. <laughs> and uh, for those of you outside the Dallas Fort Worth area, Lakewood Temptress is a double. It's like an imperial milk stout at nine point one percent alcohol by volume, and sixteen ounces of that is amazing. It's a great night. You only really need one of them, and when they were five dollar pints, I was like, well, it would be irresponsible if I got any less than two. So, <laughs> Mrs. Brian drove home that night. It was a good time. I mean, so yeah. We we used to go to these uh I don't know, Saturday festivals at breweries. Oh yeah. Right? And I remember it was like five bucks and you got like three beers for that. Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter what beer. <laughs> <laughs> so so I remember like uh community, like mm-hmm. they had the a pretty strong like uh, Belgian L mm-hmm. and you could just get that three times, and it was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had a triple. It was a, a fucking a really good triple that was like it was a uh, it was nothing to fuck around with. But I, yeah, I remember Derek. You live not you like a, a pretty close distance to community, yeah. and that was like one of the only community and Four Corners were really the only ones right there by you. Uh, and I remember meeting up with you uh, at community one day. And ending that day with a really good working relationship with Eric, their head brewer at the time, and got a yeast hookup for like a good six months after that. <laughs> it was a good time. Derek and I used to have a great time when we'd go to breweries on Saturdays. But back then, it was because there, the the beer laws here in Texas, um, breweries couldn't sell from the tap room. So what they would do is they would sell a souvenir glass for $5. And for that $5 souvenir glass, they could give you three drink tokens. So that's why every yeah, brewery yeah. would have it. So that's why I have a shit ton of brewery glasses in my collection right now. Like I drank out of a Deep Ellum glass the other day. Derek, do you remember the disaster that was our visit to Deep Ellum? Oh yeah, yeah, like. The- <laughs> so we 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 had a great time at Community drinking good beers of honestly of all varieties because they had an uh, an ESB that was actually really really good at the time. So it was one that you could go like drink you can get several glasses worth of, of this and be fine. We went to deep Ellum on a Thursday night, deep Ellum brewing. That is not just deep Ellum, the neighborhood. That's a different experience altogether. And it was also very different in 20, 
2013 when we went in 2013, 2014. Uh, it's 10 bells that you're looking at, Frank. 10 bells, not two bells. Whatever. <laughs> We'll get to that in a second. Anyway, uh, we went to Deep Ellum, and uh, we, Derek and I did the same thing. We were looking at like, okay, let's just look at what the biggest ABV is. Let's try that out. Uh, but then we were also looking at their nuanced beers. Their nuanced beer. Do you remember the Rye Pills, Derek? Yeah. The, the Rye pill rye Pills left two tokens left on the old like after i had that i was like i'm done i'm not fucking having any more beer here we're done i, I think you gave me the tokens and i i enjoyed them but that was before no beer left behind i wasn't living that no beer left behind lifestyle but it was bad enough where i was like mm, no I'm good. I'm good dog you can have this one because i think mrs brian got the dallas blonde right after it came out yeah they also had like a strawberry stout that one was terrible dude that they canned that one for a bit i yeah i remember that i know they had a brown uh they call it a brown porter which really is not much of a thing has always made mediocre beer like here's here's what's up i have a very good friend who is has uh who i used to work with you frank you've met at one of my birthday gatherings who has left my organization that I work for and has joined Canarchy, the parent company of Deep Ellum. And the first thing I told him was, please, God, tell me you're not going to push any more Dallas Blonde or fucking Deep Ellum IPA. Oh, my God. No shit. And he was like, well, you know, we also have Oscar Blues and uh, <laughs> and and Cigar City. I was like, yes, okay. All right, I see what you're doing here. Uh, but you know what? So all this shit talking that I've talked about Deep Ellum over the years, they're DTX beer that they have it's like the coke zero version of diet coke if you will you know they're like really really close but a little bit different from dallas blonde it's a dtx it's like a golden ale or i don't know something like that it's actually really fucking good and it annoys me because i hate the rest of their beers (laughs) no that's fair i mean if if they're turning it's like twisted x if they are turning a corner hopefully they continue i'm telling you right now I've not had DTX, but every other Deep Ellum beer I've had is dog shit. It is not good. It's not good. All of it's tainted. It tastes like shit. I will. I will say this too. The like going to one of those like you know Saturday brewing brewery things Mm -hmm. was more than just the beer. Like you're going there for like the absolutely entertainment stuff like that. So even if the beer wasn't that good, it was still a cool experience. Right. Absolutely. And now and that's but that's what like going to the breweries is. Is fun on top of, you know, just getting to taste the beer. Yeah. I mean, I've I've spent days even when uh, uh, Twisted X was only doing like Hatch Green Chili Blonde Ales. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I still I still enjoyed going out there for some tacos and maybe tasting their Irish Red, which for whatever reason was only in brewery. <laughs> You know why? Well, no, I'm not going to. I don't know 100% sure, but someone might have been suffering from some things at the time. Anyway, Twisted X under new ownership and management, and they're brewing better beer now. Anyway, let's first off, I just want to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. Frank, you're, you're welcome to join me in this. Frank and I dressed for the occasion. OK, I busted out the Michael Strahan collection jacket. OK, um, Frank, you busted out the bandwagon jacket from three years ago. Glad to see you still own it. Um, the 
bandwagon jacket. Dude, mm. Willem can attest well, to the fact that I'm not a bandwagon Patriots well, fan. No, I said that I, you <laughs> trigger you and it worked. All right, fair Break. enough. Just, just click, click, being click. very sure. Got it. I want to make that very clear. I want to make that very clear. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to remove the Michael Strahan collection jacket so that we can get down to business. <laughs> All right. All right. I guess. Yeah. Now, Frank, you welcome to join. Oh, there it is. The, the disco collection of Frank and the white trash selection of Brian here. Uh, we're ready to rock and roll. We're ready to get down to business. Frank has still not removed his sunglasses because why it's would he? Yeah, no, it's part of his personality. Uh, Frank takes on a whole different personality when he's on this podcast now. That's that's the rumor that I'm going to start. Don't okay. We're rated mature. We're not rated X on Twitch. Okay, you're going to oh, get a Omegle. You're going <laughs> to yeah. You're going to get a OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can start it. I'll fire up my OnlyFans tomorrow. We we <laughs> did get a request for an OnlyFans. Uh, I'm not going to say from who. For what reasons? I'm just gonna say I received a message that said send the link, and I'm like, I, I don't think that was a, a joking request. I'm gonna I'm gonna indicate Kevin wants Parker to start an OnlyFans. You've absolutely nailed it. You know which I'm I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad that Kevin hasn't sent me my own address in like that creepy uh, red yarn format that he sent Parker's. So I'm just waiting for oh. a, a suspicious package to show up on my doorstep with a hole in the bottom of a box. And that's all it is. It's just like, wait a that second. That shit was hilarious. I, you know what? Props to Kevin on that. Thanks, Kevin. Big shout out to Kevin on that. Okay. So, do, whoa, that was very loud. Yeah. That was you. You're being sensitive right now. It was your jacket has been buffering, like buffeting the sound this whole time. You didn't know it. Oh. It's great. My pits can breathe wonderful right now. I'm cool again. This probably correct. This is fantastic. How are you hot? It's like five degrees out. Because, Willem, I sound. I, I did some sound. He's, this, he's essentially sitting below the furnace. I, one, you're absolutely <laughs> correct. The, you heater is, the heater is literally right above this room. Second, I put some sound deadening uh, in this room to help the echo. So, so I covered, insulated it? It's insulated, yeah. So the, the windows are completely covered. Window. Damn. What? I, I said windows like I got so much over here. Like, oh, I'm rolling deep in windows in this room. No, it's a single window. <laughs> and on the Operating other side of the window, maybe. that is the nerdiest joke that has ever been made on this fucking podcast. Do you understand that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Operating system, maybe. Fucking <laughs> sick. Um, anyway. Sick. <laughs> anyway, it's hot as fuck in here. Um, I, I don't know. So I, we we weren't streaming the the like three casts ago when it was I think it was just Frank and I on here, but about the halfway point I was literally mopping up sweat off my forehead. I was glistening the entire time. I was like, oh, fucking shit! Upper lip was sweating, sweat was dropping in my eyes. I thought I was gonna have to bust out the old PBR headband. It was gonna be sick. <laughs> anyway, uh, do, Frank, did you get another beer? Is that what you went to go do? Probably. You know what happens when you get another beer? I already had to we gotta, feed the lizard. We gotta feed, feed the lizard? Bleed the lizard. Hear yeah. ye, hear ye. It's time for a beer count. Listen to this track. Beers. Uh, Villem. Villem. Yes. Yes. Are you on a different beer count? No, I'm still on the first. I've about that much left. Oh, you got fucking church in the morning? What are you doing? 
fuck you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> That's the energy that we're looking for here on this anniversary cast. <laughs> Derek, oh my God, almost spilled beer all over me. Fuck. Derek, are you uh, on the same beer as well? No, I reloaded. Thank you. Okay. Ooh, so, ooh, double barrel. Du- double barrel, you know. Pop, pop. Put, put a couple slugs in there with the natty daddy. He's just, he's just Ooh, what are, they call it where they fucking tape the cans together. And he's, you don't have to go back as many times. He's just done that. Okay. So you're on multiple he's natty. A deer, he's a beer staff kind of guy. That's, that makes sense. That's how true wizards exist. Uh, Frank, I saw you went and got something special. Number three. You're on number three. Um, yeah. Got the juice pack. Uh, I, you know what? I almost picked up a sixer of that today uh, while I was at the Marts of Wall trying to get fucking milk that I forgot last night. You know, it's gotten better. It is. I, I like that beer. Yeah. Man. I, I, I used to give it shit. Better. When, you, when uh, you and Parker came in for my birthday last year, two years ago, whenever it was, we went and froze our balls off at Tups that night <laughs> or that morning. You mean when we, went, when we went to McKinney and you said, oh, it's like 30, mi- 30 minutes away and it's like 45 miles? <laughs> it's not 45 miles. I don't remember that. It, there was I construction. There was construction and it's Dallas. So everything that's right down the road is at least an hour away. And I mean, we, I needed, we needed restroom breaks on the way and on the way back. Y'all that's how far this was. It's if you ever fault. need to stop at a gas station to piss, don't do it on 380. It's not just it's not just 30 minutes away <laughs> don't yeah don't don't ever get on 380 in north texas and be like oh there'll be places on the way because there might not be literally there might not be or if there are you can't get to them because the amount of construction between you and the restroom impossible anyway so yeah uh when we went back when we went then i was like ah juice pack is not that good but honestly it is it's really really good yeah it's 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 one of the most consistent uh, hazy IPAs in Texas. It's just, it's consistent. It's good. There's nothing. <clears throat> I don't know about all that. But anyway, I, it is really good. And there is something special about it. The fact that it can get into Walmart all over North Texas and be serviced and kept in stock. That I is mean, impressive. I feel kind of slighted right now. You it should. is a very consistent beer. Yeah, you should. But um, In stores? Yeah. Come on, dude. Okay. It's a great beer. Okay. Well, you know what? Okay. I'm going to concede you are correct. I like the fact that they can keep up I with guess Walmart. I could demand. buy I could buy better shit at St. Elmo. There's no doubt, but I was going to say even here in North I can't Texas, get St. Elmo at my fucking Garlic Creek. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. You know what, Frank? This is probably the only time I'll ever say this, so go ahead and sit back. You're right. God. God. I'm just glad I'm glad I bought instead of rented. Uh, is your left hand supposed to go numb when you talk to a friend? I don't know. Is that bad or? Uh, anyway, I am on. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, I'm on multiples. Uh, so I finished the old, uh, the old quad. And now I'm drinking a very, very. Um, I just a- Brian always seems to go out of out of order here. Like he's like, oh, I'm having a natural light spritzer now, but I started with a quad. <laughs> Oh, what am I drinking? Oh my god, dude. <laughs> it's Aloha Beaches. It's a Natty Light Seltzer. You can't oh even fucking unbelievable. I, I I didn't even try to call it, but I was like, if this dude is gonna come in with like, I just had a Belgian quad, double barrel age, bourbon fucking dur. And you're like, and now I'm having 
a two and a half percent fucking farmhouse ale or something. It's six like, percent seltzer. Derek made it sound really good the other matter. night. Doesn't matter. It's I'm just saying, it always seems totally out of order. <laughs> hey, that seems like in order. You want to like go down in alcohol, right? I mean, here's the deal. When I'm le- if I'm I'm not it, leading maybe up- in beer. I mean, in wine, you always start with like the least palate wrecking and then you go to the most yeah here's the deal in beer that's the same way if i was leading a beer dinner i would tell you to do something different i'd be like let's start with a pilsner and then let's go to the golden ale and then over to an esb and then follow it up with a robust porter and now we're gonna hit a we're gonna hit like a a standard stout and then we'll go maybe a double apa and then hit you with an imperial stout and show you what the real difference is and then follow it up with like a double barrel aged fucking English barley wine and wreck pallets and eat with ch- chocolate truffle butter oil. No, fuck that, dude. We're running an anniversary cast. We're just trying to have fun here, okay? And when I looked at my fridge, I saw that I had my last Doppelbach and I thought, honestly, I drank it the other night, so I was surprised that it was still in there. Uh, and then I was like, you know what? We're just going to drink it because it'll allow me to talk about Pedicolas and how much I actually appreciate them. So, so Brian, on that kind of... Oh, I guess a slight bit of pushback. If you're at a bar and you're not like pairing anything, yeah, no, like, fucking, get, fucking. If you want your night to be or your morning to be bad, <laughs> you might lighten up a little bit as the night goes on. I would just suggest water. <laughs> I don't know, like, just drink more water while you're drinking beer, and you'll probably have a better morning rather than drink less alcoholic beer as the night goes on. <laughs> but I mean. True. Uh, honestly, to the point in uh, overall, <clears throat> doesn't matter what you're drinking. In my opinion, like just start out with lower alcohol, less less offensive flavors or like overwhelming flavors, and you'll get to experience each of the flavor, like e- each of the products better. Honestly, if you're gonna want to appreciate the products, just drink one in a night and get to know it with different foods at different times yeah. in the evening. And finish, just finish a twelve pack. Why not? Yeah, fuck it. Uh, but also like I'm, I'm serious like you never know what what you can get out of a fucking ipa until you like try it with cheese try it with meat try okay. it with a dessert you never know what the fuck wonderfulness until can until you finished a 30 rack of natty have you had natty yeah exactly and if you want to try to come at us you can hit us up on our social media at no beer left cast over on twitter instagram and uh tiktok Okay, so. Apparently Twitch now, too. Oh, over on Twitch at No Beer Left Cast. Yeah, that's right. Um, anyway, find us over there. That was just a shameless <laughs> plug, y'all. Shameless plug. Uh, Derek, you mentioned... All right. Oh. Okay. No, shift. sorry, sorry. Uh, Clutch Frank is going to shift us into another... You know, I'm just kidding. I was going to address the... Uh, <laughs> I was going to address the giant... Uh, I'm trying to hold my hand just like you. Trying to... There we go. Boom, nailed it. Okay, I was going to address the giant Boulevard smokestack in the room if you wanted to, because we can, if you would like. Do you know, okay, I'll, you know what, how about I lead us through this, and then maybe y'all can take take it from <coughs> Yeah, show, show us the way, Master. Well, I'm showing you the way because I don't want to get fucking fired. Anyway, so here's the deal. Boulevard went through some things. Uh, y'all know us uh, here on No Beer Left Behind. We try to tell people what... Uh, breweries to steer clear from every now and then. Main one being founders. Fuck founders. We're still living that fuck founders lifestyle in 2021. They don't acknowledge that they have racist employees and uh, we're not for that. So that's why I haven't had an all-day IPA or a KBS or any of the variants in well over a year. Proud of that. Anyway, it came up at the end of January that Boulevard had a former employee uh, speak out on Reddit 
and correctly speak out on Reddit about discrimination that she received during her time at Boulevard. I, I will save the long drawn out uh, like story of it, not because it doesn't need to be read. If you want to read about it, and you should read about it. Go over to Reddit. She put a full on post at R the Brewery over on Reddit. Yeah, go read it. It's worth reading and acknowledging that this shit happens on a regular basis. This woman was discriminated against by her boss, her boss's boss, all the way up the chain. Okay, this is over years too, so it wasn't like a one and done situation. Yeah, um, multiple reports. Yeah, and and that was the other thing. She did report it, and it was a sign of just a a, a gross like male dominated uh, workplace that didn't want to acknowledge that any wrong had been done. That's just the way things go in general. And it's not the case just to be very clear. It's not the case. Uh, like w- women should not be treated differently in that way. They should not have to fear uh, going to work on a regular basis. And they should also feel comfortable going to their bosses and reporting anything that is wrong. Not that they feel wrong, but anything that is wrong, like period. If you feel it's wrong, it's fucking wrong. Just to be clear. Um, so what happened Um, unless it's right, unless it's right. No, it's okay. Anyway, I'm just kidding. I'm just anyway, from, from there, uh, Boulevard executives decided to handle it really, really, and truly it's one executive and one leader within the organization decided to handle it in their own way. And they released a statement that was, I'll just sum it up and say fucking gross. Basically, it was mm-hmm. uh, just shy, if not right on victim blaming, saying that this person uh, could have left at any time, which, as anybody knows, like you shouldn't have to leave a fucking job because someone else is being shitty to you. Right. And let's be clear, that statement can, is still out there. The statement so is still out still there. You can go read it. Yeah. But it's not, it's, not by the, it's not supported by the brewery. But because if you want to understand kind of how this transpired... You can read the post on Reddit, then read the response, and then read, read what the, Brian's about to talk about. Yeah, yeah. so um, the day after the – I forget his actual position within the company, but I think it was like CEO within uh, – Yes, he was the CEO, the guy that – Okay, so it came out the next day after the CEO, after the state, the Boulevard statement. That, that statement was actually made by the CEO and uh, some leader in marketing. Well, the issue is those people – clearly did not speak on behalf of the entire organization because the entire organization within 24 hours after that, that statement was released, um, ousted the CEO. Well, th- yes, that is the correct way of saying it. They ousted the CEO. Um, they ousted the CEO because the employees were like, fuck this. We're not coming to work. You can go fuck yourselves. Like they came very, very close to the old U word in the brewing industry. Um, because there are no like actual unionized brewery workers at the moment. Surly tried it last year. We're pro union on this cast, yeah. I mean, we're pro yeah. fucking taking care of people. So if you if it's part yeah. of a fucking union or it's part of fucking paying people living wages and taking care of them, make sure they have health care and goddamn can survive, then yes, whatever that takes, we're for that. Un- unfortunately, in capitalism, that is a union, but y- the yeah. only way you can secure it, yeah. So sorry, they I had just to take rip a- the rug out from under you if you don't have one. That's right, the <laughs> that's the that's the issue, and that's what the leaders at Boulevard decided. Okay, we can't fucking do any of that. Like we have to acknowledge that something wrong was done here, and let's get to the bottom of it. And they did. They ousted the CEO. They ousted the leader in marketing who let that statement go out. And from my understanding, they've also removed any remaining coaches or leaders within the organization who heard of problems, uh, in particular with the, per- the person who posted on Reddit. 
They removed all of them from the organization. And I'm not talking like demoted them. They they literally got. I was going to say. Sorry. It sounds as though they literally got rid of HR. Like. Not in particular, not, not totally. Um, not, not entirely, but the decision-making in HR now gets done by a third party. It's no longer yes. the original Boulevard HR. Which is what happens when, like, when a company is run correctly, uh, mm-hmm. and like, you're shown to, okay, the people who are put in charge and all the people below them, like, we understand that they probably may operate in the same manner. So no longer are you allowed to speak on behalf of the organization. You have to run through a third party, which... Not a bad idea, especially when that third party understands that you cannot speak in the old boy, like old, the the uh, the good old boy standard of uh, lexicon. That's not how it works. Like you have to understand that your words have power. And when you say like they had the opportunity to leave at any time, that is the same way that you are essentially in 2021 putting a lowercase t in the fr- their front yard, telling them it's time to leave. Like you're not acknowledging that anything that you've done is wrong or incorrect. You're 100% putting that blame on the person who could have left any time. Like that's, it's fucked up is basically what Did I'm you, Hold on. Can we lighten it a little bit with an anecdote from this week? Did you guys see the you need to leave trend oh, on Twitter? Yeah, the fucking asshole from a school board meeting over a year ago. He goes, he goes, why, why did you leave Mexico? Because uh, this guy was complaining about abuse that his kid was facing at school. In at Michigan. And, and this guy, this white guy goes, why did you leave Mexico? And this woman goes, oh, you need to yeah. leave. Hey. <laughs> and, and like they pan, the whole crowd is just exacerbated. They pan over to the guy and he's like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. No, he's literally the Stan Marsh in the crowd. What? I thought this is America. Yeah, I thought yeah, this yeah. is America. Fuck you. No, he thought he thought this was a fucking episode that he like when when he was sitting there he was like oh it's my time oh I've been fucking warming up for this shit why don't you leave and it's like oh crowd's reaction not no quite as much no he said as why I did you leave me. yeah why did you leave Mexico and literally the entire crowd went <gasps> like you know what <laughs> fuck that guy uh, and I, what a disaster. <laughs> They're always thinking everybody else is thinking it. I just had the balls to say it. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's a, But I that's the fucked up thing. It. That's the fucked up thing. Is like they, they sit there and they're like, I'm going to say it. And I, and I guarantee you, I guarantee Everybody's you 90% of this crowd is behind me. And then they say it and they're like, this is yeah. a school board meeting. Your kind are congregating at the fucking bar. <laughs> like, yeah. they're they're not here to improve their kids' lives. They're probably in the trailer park down the road. Yeah, like, it's it's not even an opportunity <laughs> to say, "Sir, this is a Wendy's." Like, no, motherfucker, this is a school board meeting. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Get out. That sh- that shit was funny though. You need to leave. You need to leave. <laughs> well, okay. So while all that is said, um, uh, like the uh, the 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 good and bad here is that uh, th- I'll, I'll go with the bad first bad is that misogynistic behavior is still happening in the workplace and, and in it's work- disgusting within workplaces where like honestly beer should be the most like it should be inclusive to everyone obviously that's what we preach on this podcast but at the same time like everyone needs a fucking good drink every now and then <laughs> like you shouldn't and and honestly uh, the people who who consume your product should look a lot like the people who produce your product, and we should never find ourselves in a situation where black, brown, white, any any uh, color, ethnicity, religion should be banned, barred, or discouraged from doing anything in this country. And no, but your 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 decision mm-hmm. to consume the 
liquid, whichever it may be, the yeah. brand, um, should not also be a moral decision. Like we should sit here as people in general society and say, you know, <clears throat> this is a business. This is a place of business. It is a professional corporation. This is not some fucking dank ass brewery down the road with seven employees. Uh, you have an HR department. It should be ran like IBM is ran. Like there's, there's no way that someone should be able to come away with this amount of sexual harassment and this amount of shit and not get in trouble. And what I liked is they, the, so the reason founders is still very much hated on this podcast is because to this day, to your earlier point, they still wouldn't admit that they did anything wrong. And more important, um, most importantly, they went against the diversity and inclusion manager yeah. who they hired, who is amazing at their job, who told them from the get go to handle the situation exactly as Boulevard handled the situation. Which and is that's a, the important thing, which is acknowledge there was a problem. We have done everything that we can to eliminate that issue right now. And moving forward, we're doing this. Ta uh, we're taking this tactic, which it, up to and including not letting anyone from the organization speak on behalf of the organization without running it through a fucking person who knows what the fuck they're doing. And founders never did that. As a matter of fact, they had the opportunity to do that and they did the opposite of it. Well, th didn't they send one of the managers to a courtroom they and the did. dude well, just here's the, here's, double crossed him? Here's the deal. They didn't send someone. The, the lawyer <laughs> for the man who sued founders deposition that manager and that manager like so by law he had to come that in and talk tripl he tripled down he like tripled down on his racism right in the fucking deposition his exact quote was i don't know his ethnicity and that's the one that i don't see color is what he said yeah. better than i don't see color i don't know his ethnicity remember because that was the same guy who said i don't know if michael jordan's black oh yes yes <laughs> Same guy. The guy goes, is this employee black? And he goes, I don't know his ethnicity. And he goes, is Michael Jordan black? And he goes, I don't, I don't know. know Michael Jordan. And then the mayor of Detroit, the city in which he worked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, is he black? I don't know. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So fuck founders. Fuck founders. But Boulevard, you know yeah. what? I will say this, all, 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 like this whole thing to say, uh, Villain brought this up on our like text thread Friday, and I had some strong fairly, feelings about it. Fairly, because yeah. it's, it's beer news. It is beer news, and it's one of those things that I didn't bring up when it happened. I was, I was and still am really close to the situation. Uh, I, I, I know people who work for the brewery, love those people. I love the brewery. I like literally one of the first craft beers that I actually loved and appreciated was Boulevard Wheat Ale, and then quickly after Boulevard, every fucking thing else that they've ever made. Um, but at the same time, I, I acknowledge like okay, maybe let this thing play out a little bit and see if what they've said, if they're practicing what they preach, for lack of a better term, you know. Yeah. Like if they say they're going to do something different, show me something different. And um, they brought in John McDonald, the one of the founders of Boulevard Brewing. He's now back as a CEO. And to Frank's point in our thread, it sucks that one of the founders has to leave his retirement life to come be back at the head of the company. This dude was golfing. Poor guy. Like, he's out there like... My life's work. Everybody's <laughs> loving it. Boulevard, Boulevard Wheat's the biggest thing I ever did with my life. I'm cool. 
and now let's go play 18 and now he's back in it and it's like racism and sexism <laughs> and, burr, 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 and it's like, damn dude yeah but i just want to go back to brewing in my fucking garage again <clears throat> john's a good dude uh, boulevard is is full of really really good people with in my opinion and in my experience is really progressive mindset so i'm glad to see a such a quick acknowledgement of like that ain't us like that is not what we do that's not that like that statement is not us the behavior that that one employee experienced is not what we should experience and we need to change that that's yep. what's good uh, and I'm, I'm i'm proud of that but at the same time like make me proud of that boulevard make me like follow through with all the things that you say and make sure that we can to Frank's point, freely drink and consume your product without having to take moral obligations into, into account because it's it's true. Like whether it's the fucking soap that you use on a daily basis, taking a shower, the fucking chicken that you fry up in your kitchen or the beer that you drink afterwards, like make sure that it stands like the products that you consume stand with the morality that you have. You know, and I, yeah, I, I think that, that's what we've talked about on and off in this podcast over the last five <laughs> years, bringing it back to the anniversary here, but that's something that we, yeah, can- by the way, this is our five year anniversary cast for those who just caught up. <laughs> I, I feel like that's a dick at no beer left cast on Instagram. Okay. That's I right. feel like now you guys are just patronizing me. <laughs> I don't like this at all. <laughs> no, not patronizing. <laughs> no. Derek, you got anything? No, no. You fucking got anything, Derek? Okay. All right. <laughs> not, not <Patreon. laughs> what did you say? Patreon? <laughs> <laughs> Drop the Patreon. More Patreon. Yep. Derek's running a. Then Patreon. We're gonna go to. We've got so few followers on Patreon. We're gonna switch over to OnlyFans here pretty soon. <laughs> Derek's running a Patreon based on our <laughs> shit, and we don't even know it. <laughs> Derek's actually got a cameo going, and all he does is splices together our like fifteen thousand hours of recording. <laughs> Holy shit. So Brian, one thing I'd, I'd like to like, I don't know, congratulate you on or just say like, hey, taking that measured sort of thing gives you time to actually like think about something yeah. first, an instant reaction, which I think was, was is, is pretty cool. I You know what? I That's a, a fantastic point. Um, like, th- th- thank you for bringing that up because there's a lot – like I, I read that uh, one of the things that I brought up to Frank and Willem was that uh, when Willem brought it up, uh, the post was 19 days old. I read it about three hours after it came out. The original Reddit post of the the Boulevard employee making her statement, and I was pissed, like legit pissed, because like. Like I, I think you you probably know Derek probably better than anybody on this cast. Like you have a connection with these products. You have a connection with the brands. You have a connection with the liquids and what they meant in your life. Like when you discovered them, whether it be beer, whether it be a shirt, you know, a clothing brand, or it be like a a, a brand of scotch or whiskey in general. Like you have a connection with these products, right? And especially commodities that you don't have to have. Like you go out of your way to save money, to budget money, to buy these things. That's not an easy thing to do already. There's a barrier to entry to those products. And when you buy them, you want them to be, like, for the most part, you want them to be a good representation of yourself. And because that's yeah. your money. That's where it's going. Uh, so when I read that, I, like, I had to take a step back and be like, okay, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to do anything. Like, I, I have faith that the, this company is going to do the right thing because they've done the right thing in the past and other opportunities. Um, 
uh, so a, a, a slight backstory here in December, they had a, a, an employee pass away. Uh, it was, I, I think it was a, an illness that he had been diagnosed with or beforehand. And, um, he died in early December and Boulevard. Um, they do like local packaging for some of their uh, seasonal products. And one of their local packaging was their Christmas ale with a quote from this team member who passed away. And Boulevard did like a bounty on those products. And they said, Hey, if you have any of these products by this, this per, you know, with this person's quote on the neck label of the bottle, we'll pay you or we'll give you a six pack for each, each bottle that you bring in or whatever it was. And, um, they did it. They held true to it. And what they did with all those bottles is they gave them to that dude's family and like put it into a whole memorial situation and, and gave like, it was, it was a good, like a good feeling like operation. And then less than 30 days later, you have this woman speaking out rightfully so on the internet. And you're like, these two, these two situations come from the same company. How the fuck does that happen? But it's, it's gotta be, excuse me. It's gotta be about the follow through. I think the, the anger initially you get angry because the lady was, you know, yeah. Part of a pattern because she she did indicate multiple people um, have gone through this. She's just the first one willing to speak out. Um, <clears throat> so that's the the first thing. So you should get angry at that. Yeah. Um, the second thing is, uh, I don't think people would have gotten as angry as they did had that first release from the company not been as piss poor as it was. Right. Um, I mean, so in all in, in all transparency, my first thought was, okay, let's see how they responded. So I did go out and looked, and the first thing that popped up, unfortunately, I didn't go to their news release section of their website, was the founder, not the founder, the the, the CEO's response. Yeah. So I was like, this is complete <laughs> horseshit. Um, so it, if you were angry two days in, you should have been angry two days in. Um at this point, you know, Boulevard has done quite a bit. Uh, they haven't done everything yet. Uh, right. There's a lot still to be done here. Um, personally, I would like to see what I talked on the thread about, which is, you know, pay out some small settlements to these individuals who were impacted. Uh, it, it, would, it would mean a lot to both them because they had to give up careers hire them back do yeah. something like think about doing something uh don't just move on from this as though uh this news coming out was such a slight to the company it's going to improve it long term um it'll be better for it long term that these people are no longer employed there um yeah it's it's a very interesting thing right because it's it was so obvious from the beginning that founders was just wrong and they right. wouldn't admit it uh, in this case the correction, of course, right after the first day of that Dude. absolute batshit statement, <laughs> like was, you, it's impressive. It's you not fucking easy let go to of get your people CEO. to pivot like that. You let go of your CEO, like that's where, like to me at least, it shows that it's not about leadership; it's about the fucking direction. And there's the difference yeah. between the two of like the direction that we all need to go is it. it may differ from the fucking leader we have driving us there. It's just not easy to do that. Like no. that's, that's what my, my whole thought process around this thing has been. Okay. You have a chance to reform. You could be founders or you have a chance to not. 
Okay, that's Leo. That's Leo dog. saying happy anniversary, folks. Right. Uh, so you have you have a chance. You know, you could do either or. And founders so clearly chose the we're just assholes route, and they haven't done anything to rectify it. They just, right. I mean, we for a while there, Brian and I with the Twitter account. We're just trolling them like, oh, yeah, but remember that time when you guys had two printers, dude, one for black people and one for white people. And eventually they just blocked us. The best. They haven't addressed that yet. They have not addressed (laughs) the fact that they had that shit. They've never had to say anything about it. It's fucking 2021. And they have not answered that in 2019. They had two printers, one for black people and one for white people. One was labeled black guy printer. One was labeled white guy printer. And everyone sells their beer. So. Uh, and yeah, everyone still sells their beer. It's in, yep. fu- you know what? It's in Walmart. It's in Target. Fuck them all. I-, I will say the last time I bought a Founders beer was before October of 2019. The last time I drank a Founders beer was before January of 2020. That that CBS we drank, and we only drank it. <laughs> it was a dis- hey, 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 this news came out, and I was distraught. The- I had just invested... In three bottles of CBS, I was like, that's not going down the drain. <laughs> well, we also looked at the label and we were like, this is possibly created before there was a fucking problem. And then I was like, well, no, I think there was a problem beforehand. So fuck it. I, how do we justify this? My, my, no, there was no justify. It was justified based on the fact that was $90 worth of beer. It was a lot of money because that was back when they were selling 22 ounce bottles of fucking CBS mm-hmm. and it was only allocated. It was a whole fucking thing. But. We Frank and I acknowledged like we're drinking this because we appreciate the liquid, not because we fucking want any more money to go. And to it's the last founders we're ever having. And yep. it has been true. It has been true. And you know what? The fact that Parker has not had a founders beer. It's a win. It's true. It's true. He loves All right, dirty so, bastard. I mean, I mean, his arrogant bastard streak was un- not arrogant just- bastard. That's stone. <laughs> And we don't Dirty drink. Bastards. We don't sorry, drink stone. Sorry. We don't drink stone anymore for a different reason. But that's a another very different reason because they sue people because they think they own stone. Yeah, <laughs> fuck them, Derek. You haven't drank yeah. any stone beers lately, have you? No. Okay. No, Good. Fuck stone. They, We're not they, drinking they, stone they sue. They sue like really tiny breweries. I've, I've, for I've it's like the, the the name or whatever. I think yeah. you can go after like Keystone. Oh yeah, they, they, they tried. They, they tried, tried, and Keystone just laughed at him. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Molson Coors said, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah. How about that? Uh, I have been, how about been we send? Sort of how about we just we'll just send all of our lawyers to the first deposition and see how long <laughs> you can hold out, <laughs> dude. I I hate that in some aspects, and I also love it in some aspects. Like, no, when it, when it's them. bullshit like that, you should love it. But yes, it also becomes a problem when you're the little guy. But um, <clears throat> okay, okay. So so sorry, Derek. You had one last point. Uh, with stone. Yeah. 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 Say, or, it was the same thing. It was just like Stone has has sued Keystone, <laughs> which yeah. is crazy, and then also a bunch of little guys. Like the same thing you guys were bringing up. Oh yeah, like it, it's, it's nuts. And I think we we the last count we had nine hundred lawsuits against breweries from twenty like twenty ten on, where they sued people. the The most recent one was the one in Tennessee or Kentucky, where they sued someone because there were four letters different. 
Um, it was something yeah. like it wasn't Firestone, but people brought up Firestone Walker is right down the street from y'all, and y'all are not suing them. Wonder why? Um, but yeah, no, they sued a brewery that had less than a thousand barrels annual. Yeah, I think production. it was it was something like Ice Stone or something. Like it wasn't. It, it, no one would be like, oh God, yes, yeah, Stone. <laughs> no, <laughs> breweries don't operate that way. Uh, like what it's, the fuck? I mean, it's kind of like. You're a medium guy picking on the little guys. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then every now and then you swing up and get fucking pummeled by the big guy. <laughs> like, yeah. Let also, me not even try. Also, it should be pointed out. <clears throat> we love we. I'm going to speak for the podcast. I love Firestone Walker. Oh, yeah. I love them. Firestone Walker, the same parent company as Boulevard, the same parent company as Oma Gang, the same parent company as Duvel. Duvel Mortgart owns all of them. Yeah, I don't want to speak openly for each organization, but here's the deal. Duvel, of all the parent companies who fucking hover all over big American craft, Duvel's a goddamn great, a great organization. <laughs> they have yep. great products, they have consistent products, and they fucking, like, they produce just, just chef's kiss every time. I, I know that I can walk into any grocery store and buy Duvel. It's going to be fucking fantastic. I know every time I walk into a grocery store, I buy a Firestone Walker 805, and it's fucking fantastic. Same with Boulevard Wheat, Tank 7, Oma Gang, like Three Philosophers. It's fucking amazing. Okay, so, so ran over. <clears throat> Brian, I know you had a, a trivia for us tonight. I do. Is trivia going to take longer than like 15 minutes? Well, I mean, it could. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, over the years, the only, the only reason I ask is I, I you have a souffle I that know, needs to go on. I, I, I that's correct. God damn and it! I, I knew it. I knew it was something involving cooking dinner. You motherfuckers said five, some, but I'm trying. I'm trying here. Okay. All right. You know what? We'll keep it right. quick. We'll keep it quick. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, what are the rules here? Rules are you answer when I call on you. Okay. You can't. Oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. So everybody, everybody participates here. I know it's going to be difficult, but everybody's going to participate. All right. I'm going to try my best. We're going to do a mix here of not only uh, No Beer Left Behind trivia, and some of this No Beer Left Behind trivia, I'm going to go ahead and be transparent right now. It's going to be based on Brian's thoughts. So get ready. Uh, but we're also going to do actual trivia. Okay. So, so if you, if you listen up? to the cast. What's up? You may or may not know. Yeah, absolutely. The answer. Yeah, absolutely, because it's going to be subjective every now and then. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So, so facts fucking, don't care about your feelings, folks. Yeah, fa- yeah. Fuck your feelings. Anyway, um, okay. So, uh, first question is going to be an easy one to get you all in, like eased into it. Okay, I'm not going to tell you the right answer until I hear everyone's responses. Right? Okay. We are. Uh, no beer left behind. We title each and every episode of our podcast as episode number. Okay, what episode number are we up to right now? First, we'll go to Derek. Derek, what episode number are we up to right now? What? <laughs> you don't know? Okay. If you were to take a guess, what would it be? <laughs> uh, so five years. Let's do this. Four hundred. Okay, 400. Villem, what episode are we up to? A lot of extra credit there. Eric Guest, 205. 205, okay. Frank, what episode number are we on right now? This episode? Yes. 218. 
Okay, so obviously none of you are following along our fucking Twitch feed, which has the episode number in the upper right-hand corner, which is episode 221. Oh, damn! I was so close! Didn't think to look there. Damn it. Ah, Okay, so that one was one to break the ice and to see if y'all were paying attention. So this next one is going to be for the true fans out there. Y'all Yo, ready? two-way team was pretty good, though. Oh, shut up. Okay, so here's the, the, the true fans. They know. How many episodes of No Beer Left Behind are up on SoundCloud? Frank, I'm going to go to you first. Wait, can you repeat the question one more time? How many, how many, okay, I will say this. How many files, uh, how many audio tracks are available from No Beer Left Behind on SoundCloud? Ooh. Ooh. Frank, you're, you're allowed no. to look, but I'm going to say this right okay. now. I hope you don't. Frank, how many? Five. Okay. Okay. Four. No, wait, wait, wait. Let me think. We're on 221. <laughs> I'm going to say 162. 162. Okay. Villain? Yep. Awfully Pacific. Pacific, <laughs> you said? Pacific? How dare you? I'm, I'm going to say 163. Is this okay, so right? Here, here's, here's, what, here's what we do. You know, before we go on, I'm going to say this. Looking at the... Not available on SoundCloud to the average person, but available on SoundCloud to us, the No Beer Left Behind admins, okay? So we're up on yeah. 221. We know that there's... Okay, th- all right. No, so I, now I, you, you know, changed the rule. I, no, no, I, I'm giving you the opportunity to re-guess, Frank. That's what I'm saying. This. Okay, I will re-guess. I yes. will re-guess. So, uh... And yes, we're doing prices right seven- rules. I'll do two. I'll do two seventy-five. Okay. Okay. You got Villem. I forget the question. <laughs> <laughs> Just say you weren't paying attention. Okay. It's how many? Michael how many? Scott in that one episode. Yes, you did. Yeah. I don't understand the question. How many? How many? <laughs> know, yeah. Line. <laughs> line. Oh, the deposition. Line. I think he's asking for what? Did, yeah. No. Uh, so <laughs> how a, yeah. how many episodes are available on SoundCloud that we've uploaded to SoundCloud? Not that are available to the average person, but how many episodes have we uploaded to SoundCloud? Ever? Just like yes. archived and ever? All. Yes. Yep. The whole kit and caboodle. Uh, yes. That's right. Uh, Pretty much from Frank. <laughs> I'm not telling you. <laughs> yes, I knew it. I knew it. Uh, I'm gonna go with three hundred. Three hundred. Okay. Okay. Derek, how many would you say? Uh, 120. Okay. We have, drum roll please, 279 tracks available. Okay, Frank wins one point. Okay, keep track. Uh, My guess was two seventy five. Yeah, I feel like Frank also might have looked on SoundCloud, but I'm gonna. I mean, you know, no, I'm not. I gonna, I'm, not, not. Hey, I'm not gonna try to impeach you because I know I fucking. I know Ted Cruz isn't gonna follow through with this shit. I understand that that's not gonna happen. Anyway, so okay, yeah, we had two hundred and seventy nine seventy nine tracks on on SoundCloud. How many tracks did we ever record? That never made it to SoundCloud. Villain, you are first up on this question. I'm going to say five. Five. So you're saying five episodes we recorded and never made to SoundCloud. I think, yeah. I okay. don't think it's much more than that. Okay. Derek, you're up next. Uh, 
Ten. Ten. Frank, how many would you say? Four. <laughs> no, oh nobody God. wins because there was only one track that never made it to fucking damn, SoundCloud. Damn, I fuck. I almost said one, but I, it felt too risky. The one episode that never made it to SoundCloud was the snowstorm or the ice storm episode where could have gotten someone fired. <laughs> that, that fucking Troy was like making. Like, I don't know. I'm just going to say underage sexual allegations, oh. not against anyone else, but someone who took advantage of him <laughs> as he was underage. Um, Papa John's. Yeah, that involved <laughs> him getting, I'm going to say, like, taken advantage of by an older lady in a fucking pizza Jesus. joint walk in freezer. That's all I'm going to say. I still can't believe He's a Troy, Troy said. Troy sent it that night and fell asleep on the cast. He fuck yeah. He right. he he bet he bet it all on Ice Storm and guess what? It came up red. I don't know what to say. Okay. I got time for one more question. Okay. Last question Sorry. and this to keep up with the is it uh, NBLB or is it trivia? We'll just go with the $800 question from back in uh December on Jeopardy. This waterfowl breeds by lakes in the northern U.S. and Canada, and the category is four-letter words. So the category, four-letter words, this waterfowl breeds by lakes in the northern U.S. and Canada. And I... Send it. Send it. No, I raised my hand first. Okay. Uh, How does it work anyway? How do we buzz uh, in, So this one, if you say, I got it, Villem, in this case, I'm saying you got it. What is it? Loon. Anybody else have another guess? That was my guess. Derek? Ducks. I don't know. So duck and loon would be the answers here. The answer is loon for 800 points. Villem, it goes Great. to you. He has a loon. <laughs> have you guys heard that? So if, if we're keeping... <laughs> what? I immediately thought... Northern loon. loon. <laughs> like, Honestly, no you doubt. had the advantage because when I saw the <laughs> I question, when I, I saw the question, I was like duck. So I guess that there it goes. Anybody who lives south of the Mason-Dixon line would have guessed duck, and then everyone up in the north, in the in the Great White North, would have guessed. It wouldn't. Loon. It wouldn't be a question so specifically pointed at the north if, if it, it wasn't, wasn't a loon. loon. <laughs> I mean, it's on Canadian currency for Christ's sake. What's what's a loon? It's a, it's a duck. S- it's a duck. <laughs> it's a very, very specific waterfowl, though. Like it has a specific loon. Fucking it's got duck. loon. It has it has loon-like qualities. Okay. Last question, and we'll go. I've already played the outro music, so we're gonna go for that. Okay. Here's where it com- becomes very subjective. Name my favorite dictator. Okay. Frank, you first. Hitler. Willem. Mussolini. Derek. The Duce, if you will. <laughs> Chavez. None of them. God damn it, you fucking damn assholes. It. I don't want dictators. Jesus Christ. What's wrong with you people? None of them. Oh, <laughs> you <fuck> off, Brian. <laughs> I hated that question. Yeah, I did too. That's why I played it for the outro here okay so thank you all for listening to this anniversary cast hey you know what i think this is the first anniversary cast that we well, one i know that we've done live uh and streamed live so thank it you is, all. but you know changing shirts live would have been fucking gold oh changing shirts live was a fucking train wreck that would have that would have not been gold it was a lot of editing that went into that episode anyway 
Uh, that was also our most played <laughs> cast. I don't know why, don't know how, but uh, most played. Okay. Uh, if you want to check those old episodes out, too bad we took a lot of them down. But you can find all of our old episodes over on your favorite podcast. Share, sharing shirts is still up. It's not. That one That one got taken down in the mass Frank exodus of 2017. Do you not remember that? <laughs> I thought I left that one up. We can put it back up. Yeah, let's do a little archive. Okay, we'll do that. Maybe we'll do that on a week where we're off, where we all decide yeah. to ta- collectively decide to take a week off. Uh, sharing shirts is a classic. Sharing shirts is a good one. It was basically where uh, Parker sent out shirts to everyone, and we were doing uh, a Sisterhood of the Traveling Shirt, and then Brian was too big to fit in his shirt. So it was <laughs> anyway, it was a whole thing. I've lost weight since then, as uh, evidence of the Michael Strahan collection jacket that I just took off. Anyway, so if you liked this episode, I hope you did. Um, please like and subscribe over on your favorite podcast platform. If your platform offers the ability to review our podcast. Please give us five stars or the highest rating that you have available. We appreciate it. If you are uh, an avid social media fan, please check us out over on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at NoBeerLeftCast, over on the Gmail at NoBeerLeftBehindCast at gmail.com. Hit us up. Let us know what we should be drinking. What What should we be thinking? Um, after five years and 280 episodes, uh, or 280 recordings, 221 episodes, because we used to do that last cast shit, um, it's been a fun, fun ride and an excellent opportunity to still hang out with my friends, um, have a couple pints, talk some shits, and uh, get my mind opened to other uh, ways of thinking. I appreciate that. Frank, Willem, Derek. Parker, Troy, and Jay, Kevin, and all the other guests that we've had on the podcast. Thank you so very much. Draft top dude. <laughs> the, the old draft top dude, not the new draft top dude who's not on Shark Tank. Fuck that dude. Fuck that guy. <laughs> the, the new draft top sucks, man. Go with the old draft top with a fucking wooden handle that was shit. That's anyway. right. It's like a collector's item by now. Yeah. And uh, the Manhattan Project people back before they decided to not acknowledge COVID. Anyway, uh, for Brian here in North Texas. Until next time, I am out. Derek, what are you up to? Derek in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Deuces. Where you pa- out? You pass it off to me. Why not? Uh, for Willem in North Tulsa, thank you for listening, Frank. <laughs> uh, <I'd> yeah, like- <laughs> this is good shit, isn't it? Um, I just want to one last point. Last night, listen to some Jim Morrison. Wife didn't like it. I told her not to slam doors in my house. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, we can't hear you.